What up, what up, what up? Hey, everybody. I hope you're doing well. Hey, I just want to let you know, I know everybody can't always support and donate uh, to the podcast, but hey, if you can do a one-time donation, I put up a buy me a coffee uh, link in this description of the podcast. So if you go to the description of the podcast, it'll be at the bottom, and you can just uh, go to that link and you buy me a cup of coffee, or two if you want. And uh, that would just help support the show, and uh, I can... I can wake up a little bit more and bring you more info so thanks for listening to the podcast if you can donate that would be much appreciated and let's get on to the show this episode is brought to you by shopify forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to shopify the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell with Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO, legend, and paranormal lore. Welcome back, welcome back, happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing excellent and taking care of yourselves. So we are on to part two of John McAfee's mysterious, wild, amazing, tremendously creative, and ultimately uh, sad ending to his life. But we're going to get into this because this gets even deeper. And the the, the tunnel of conspiracy continues so if you listen to the first podcast we were talking about how mcafee had hacked the world had gotten all kinds of information on conspiracies from belize to america to different corporations and now he is he is you know basically training to keep himself safe and we're on to the passports for sale infiltrating the u.s portion of this article uh, which is on Silicon Angle. So we're going to talk about how uh, <laughs> exactly what happens here. The trail turns to a pair of American businessmen, one of which was implicated in a forceful kidnapping in California, the other who, was a, who with a massive network of hundreds of shell corporations, has managed to keep his profile rather quiet. Tiny little misspellings and variations of his name adds to the complexity of the companies he has opened and closed, at least one in Belize and many others in the Middle East. A web of connections is seemingly complex, but simple at the same time. So both of these businessmen are extremely wealthy, yet both own each other's California properties through a myriad of trusts. This network of corporations has a consistent membership of officers that cons consists of a repeated presence of a disgraced attorney once arrested in a congressional blackmail case and a pattern of names that come up again and again in different forms in different companies in different states. 
Both businessmen reportedly associate with high-ranking Belizean officials and members of the same cartels that are tied to these certain powerful officials, which were after McAfee, right? Because McAfee, again, installed and gave away uh, computers that had his security software on there with a back door that he was able to monitor and basically police, for lack of a better word, um, and find out if all of the all of the aggression towards him down there was prefabricated or made up. Uh, so going back to these two businessmen who were associated with the Belizean officials, uh, once you looked into into them, the fact that some have been requesting visas from the U.S. government with the requirements of Arabic or Farsi-speaking candidates takes a new level of mystery. So you have chicken restaurants that serve Americans asking for visas based on foreign language requirements, somewhat odd by any measure. When I think of a chicken re restaurant that has to do with any other, um, you know, like a Central American link, it immediately makes me think of Breaking Bad. Uh, I won't spoil the surprise for you, but watch Breaking Bad if you haven't seen it. One of these American businessmen attempted to illegally purchase his own Belizean passport, a fact that was widely reported in the Belizean press. The details of this investigation include names that are mostly already public and will be coming forward. And we, we go back to the corruption in Belize. Accusations of corruption in the Belizean government selling passports to people who had never touched the country are not difficult to find. So this is really interesting because it you know, makes you think about 9-11 and about like the passports and the people who were able to, to carry out 9-11. And there was a lot of controversy over their passports and how they were able to get in and how they, you know, they were already people of interest. They shouldn't have been able to get into the country. They were able to take those piloting classes down in Florida. And, and you know, just, it seems very strange. But going back to this article, there were also Chinese nationals with Belizean passports, Middle Easterners with Belizean passports, and McAfee had found recordings through his spyware network uh, that include the actual price negotiations of what these passports should sell for. Very interesting. So we they had obtained a copy of the internal report that was uh, compiled on the Won Hong Kim immigration scandal. Kim, who was a South Korean national who was imprisoned in Taiwan, got his nationality certificate and Belizean passport in September 2013. It was subsequently revealed that both documents were obtained through fraudulent means since Kim was already behind bars and never even set foot in Belize. The man who signed both the nationality certificate and the passport recommendation and indeed pushed the documents through processing, was the former Minister of State with the responsibility for immigration, Elvin Penner. For his role, Penner was asked to step down from his governmental responsibilities on September 19th. Exactly four months after, it has become evident that this official enjoys very high-level protection. Despite at least three alleged investigations, only three public officers two of them at junior level, have been targeted. This article states they brag about the things that they do. It's nothing to, to them to say that they are so connected and above the law. Look how powerful I am. 
then deny all the charges as they are outrageous. It was This was the end of the line when McAfee put out uh, another video about himself. Um, and then there was the capture of El Chapo, the head of the Sinaloa cartel. He feels that a prime, tar a prime agent uh, of at least one open attempt of his life was would be going away for a long time. So he feels, McAfee felt like El Chapo was actually coming after him. Really interesting. Uh, so the Sinaloa cartel has a network of criminal activities going up and down the North America and South American continents, including drugs, gun, murder, uh, human trafficking, and even assassinations. That's the story that McAfee is, was telling back in 2013. He's been running for his life. He's donned disguises. He's crisscrossed the country in, in a specialized security vehicle. And he's been following leads on his story. All while he was launching that, that future company. Um, it all started when he went a little too far and found out a little bit too much. When he was down in Belize. Still able to collect data on his network of informants and investigators through his spyware system. Um, so he just collected everything. Uh, it's that information he feels they are still hoping will be silenced. So he has the information. He feels like, or he felt like they were trying to, you know, continue to silence him and somehow still target him. Uh, but how can they target him when he's not down there? They had to put out a hit on him. Um, there's, uh, the writer states there's tr a tremendous amount of public evidence that shows substantial veracity to these claims. It's hoped by collecting this public evidence and reporting it that the public will begin to ask questions and perhaps, you know, push reporters to find out what's going on in Belize and not to try to keep going after McAfee. So that's where this this particular article ends and we'll continue with his crazy legacy in just a moment. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Okay, and we're back. So, again, remember how we were talking about his neighbor, uh, a Mr. Fall, a Mr. Greg Fall, who was down in Belize? Well, on November 12th, 2012, the Belize police began to search for McAfee as a person of interest in connection to a homicide investigation where an American immigrant, Gregory Fall, who was found dead of a gunshot wound the day before at his home on the island of Ambergris Cay, the largest island in Belize, Fall was the neighbor of McAfee. And in a, in a contemporary interview with Wired, McAfee said he was afraid police would kill him at, and refused their routine questions and evaded them. So it's very interesting because if the police government had no problem killing people, 
then they could have easily killed his neighbor, given them cause and effect to go ahead and just pick up McAfee and whack him. McAfee and McAfee him, right? So he buried himself in sand for several hours with car- a cardboard box over his head, he said. <laughs> the police prime, prime minister, Dean Barrow, called him extremely paranoid, even bonkers. He fled to Belize rather than to cooperate. In December 2012, a magazine Vice accidentally gave away McAfee's location at a Guatemalan resort when a photo taken by one of its journalists accompanying him was posted with the EXIF geolocation metadata still attached. You'd think that with McAfee knowing so much as he knows about computers, he would have blocked that or said, hey, we need to take a look at this before you take it home. But, you know photographers, right? What are you going to do? While in Guatemala, McAfee asked Chad Esley, a an American cartoonist and animator, to set up a blog so he could write about his experience while on the run. Boy, talk about ballsy. He then appeared publicly in Guatemala City, where he unsuccessfully sought political asylum. On December 5th, 2012, he was arrested for illegally entering Guatemala. Shortly thereafter, The board reviewing his asylum plea denied it, and he was taken to a detention center to await deportation to Belize. Keep in mind, he still didn't commit suicide, right? Okay? He didn't do it, even though he knew he was getting deported to Belize, where they were corrupt as shit. Now, fast forward 10 years later, what, 9 years later, to 2021, where he was captured in Spain... And he was told that he was going to be deported to the U.S. And they say he suicided himself there? No, man, I don't think so. I don't think so at all. Because, let's face it, you'd be way more afraid of the Belize government than the United States government. The United States government's corrupt in its own way. But, um, you know, Belize would have no problem just whacking you. Um, So anyway, uh, on December 6th, the very next day, 2012... Reuters and ABC News reported McAfee had two minor heart attacks in the detention center and was hospitalized. His lawyer said he had no heart attacks, but rather he had high blood pressure and anxiety attacks, which can mimic heart attacks. McAfee later said he faked the heart attacks to buy time for his attorney to file a series of appeals that ultimately prevented his deportation to Belize, thus hastening that government's decision to send him back to the U.S. So on December 12th, McAfee was released and deported to the United States. And then, six years later, on November 14th, 2018, the Circuit Court in Orlando, Florida, refused to dismiss a wrongful death lawsuit against him for Fall's death. McAfee did not appear in court. He lost the case by default and was ordered to pay $25 million to Falls Estate. Interesting. Why would you not appear? If you're innocent, why wouldn't you just appear and, and fight the case? You don't even have to necessarily appear. You can send a lawyer and fight it. But they lost by default. Or he lost by default. Had to pay $25 million. Does that mean he killed him? Does that mean not? I mean, the whole thing with, with that neighbor, Greg Fall, 
was surrounded by, or at least this story, this narrative was put out into the public that McAfee had four dogs and these dogs were aggressive, I guess, or reportedly some of them were aggressive and they aggressed towards Mr. Fall's parrot and the two had continued arguments with each other, which they believed led to McAfee putting a bullet in this dude's head. Well, I just don't buy it. I just don't buy it. So moving forward into 2019, McAfee announced that he was on the run from U.S. authorities now and living internationally on a boat following the convening convening of a grand jury to indict him, his wife, and four of his 2020 Libertarian Party presidential primaries uh, staff on tax evasion charges. At the time, the IRS had not independently confirmed the existence of any such indictment. Interesting. So did he know ahead of time because he had the McAfee security software on, you know, IRS or, you know, court computers? I don't know. We don't know. But moving forward into the next year, October 5th, 2020, McAfee was arrested in Spain at the request of the U.S. Department of Justice, DOJ, for tax evasion. This June indictment, which was sealed upon his arrest, un, I'm sorry, unsealed upon his arrest, so they sealed it, um, probably because they were worried that he would find it, um, alleged that he earned millions of dollars from 2014 to 2018 and failed to file his income tax returns. Interesting. So on October 6th, the, U, the SEC filed a complaint further alleging McAfee and his bodyguards promoted certain ICOs, initial coin offerings, with the whole cryptocurrency, in a fraudulent cryptocurrency pump and dump scheme. It claims he presented himself as an impartial investor while he promoted ICOs, despite allegedly getting paid $23 million in digital assets in return. The thing with those pump and dumps is, man, there's so many celebrities and B-listers, C-listers, D-listers, E-F-listers that promoted these stupid-ass crypto coins that you'd have to arrest half of, half of Hollywood. So... I don't, I'm not buying into that. They were just looking for more charges to throw at them. On March 5th, 2021, the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Southern District of New York formally indicted him and an ex-executive ad advisor on these charges. McAfee was jailed in Spain pending extradition to the United States. It's really interesting when they arrest people in other countries because how the hell do they know where they're at? I mean, McAfee, if he was really on the run, wouldn't have used credit cards, wouldn't have used, you know, anything trackable, traceable. This dude's a fucking genius, okay? He's not going to use computers. He's not going to, you know, get captured any other way. The only way this dude gets captured is by U.S. surveillance, either through spy satellites, through cameras that were, you know, installed in Spain, not necessarily by the U.S., but just you know, facial recognition cameras somehow out in public. But you got to imagine that, you know, although, you know, although, you know, McAfee was a very social person, you know, was very, you know, engaged in social circles, you wouldn't think he would get captured, you know, on camera 
or you know allow himself to be get captured any other way um so this is really interesting i I'd, I'd, I'd like to hear a little bit more about how he got captured um but you know they're never going to release that information they're going to keep that private aren't they so McAfee, McAfee was jailed in Spain pending extradition to the U.S. charges, um, in the United States underneath their charges. On June 23rd, 2021, the Spanish National Court authorized his extradition to face charges in Tennessee. McAfee is suspected to have committed suicide only just a few hours after that authorization. The New York extradition case was still pending in a lower Spanish court. So you have to wonder, you know, I mean, was it just, did he really commit suicide? Did he not? He always said that, you know, if he was found dead that, and, and they claimed suicide, that it was going to be murder. Um, I mean, he could have fought the charges. He could have, you know, allowed himself to go fight the charges, you know, and see how it went. Um, you know, McAfee himself, I mean... If we go back in time, it, it's pretty interesting. You know, he he was married three times. Um, he went on the run with his, you know, his last wife. Uh, the night after McAfee arrived uh, in the United States after being deported from Guatem Guatemala back in 2012, he was solicited uh, by and slept with a, a woman named Janice Dyson, who was a prostitute. Um, and they began a relationship. Um, she claims that he saved her from human traffickers. I mean, this dude was the most popular hacking target. Hack, uh, McAfee said that hackers see me, see hacking me as a badge of honor. Basically, you know, any hacker that wanted to try hacking would try to hack McAfee's software. But this dude was a genius, man. I mean, his software was pretty damn pretty damn tough. A lot of people uh, buy into Norton uh, security software and a lot of people put McAfee above them, you know? I mean, it's it's really interesting. And, you know, he, he isn't 100% innocent, just to kind of, you know, wrap this up. You know, I mean, of course, you know, he did use, he did use drugs. He, it, it may have caused him to be paranoid. Uh, in a 2016 article, McAfee had been using uh, alpha PHP, which he imported from China, which may have caused him to have some paranoia. Um, he tweeted in 2018 that he had 47 genetic children. Um, his death, again, you know, it says that the everything that, that was indicated by the Catalan Justice Department... Uh, states that everything indicates he killed himself by hanging in autopsy confirmed his suicide McAfee's death ignited speculation about conspiracy theories and that he was possibly murdered um, such speculation particularly fueled by a 2019 post McAfee made on Twitter that read if I suicide myself I didn't I was whacked um, his death drew a lot of comparisons to Jeffrey Epstein who was found dead in August 2019 while awaiting trial on sex trafficking car charges. Um, like McAfee, the official verdict of Epstein's death was, suic uh, was suicide, but many suspect that he was actually murdered. Several times, McAfee claimed that if he was ever found dead by hanging, 
it would mean he was murdered. You can hang somebody, and it can look like they suicide themselves, but you can just hang them, and it ain't that hard, and they can it can look like a suicide, but it's really a murder, right? The day after his death, his lawyers told reporters that while he regularly maintained contact with McAfee in prison, there were no signs of suicidal intent. McAfee's widow reaffirmed this position in her first public remarks since her husband's death and also called for a thorough investigation. So that's where we end up. Did he ever find any alien information? Did he ever find any proof of us capturing alien ships? Well, we may never know. There was supposed to be some huge file of information on a hard drive that had tons and tons of information on it, and if he was ever captured or killed, that there would be a dead man switch and it would all be released, but it just never happened. So, will we ever get that information? Will we ever know if he had proof of aliens or proof of um, the government at least having groups that were out to get uh, alien uh, crash ships, we'll never know. But what we do know is is that McAfee led a very interesting life. McAfee was very intelligent. He created one of the first and most efficient security softwares out there. He also created a backdoor so he can he could monitor and quote-unquote hack the entire world. Imagine having everybody's personal data at your fingertips. That's exactly what he had for the people that utilized his security software. We continue to unravel this mystery as we continue throughout the years, and more and more information will come out as we see fit. Maybe one day the uh, the hard drive that he had will make its way to the light of day, and we'll be able to see what was on it. Or maybe it'll be encrypted. We'll have to we'll have to ex- examine that when we get there. But anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I hope you guys continue to follow like share and subscribe and i hope you guys take care of yourselves physically spiritually and emotionally you follow through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams and as always continue to question the universe around you until next time guys take care of yourselves and lockdown universe out